This is Polykill, where two men, outnumbered by their games and at war with time, undertake the quest of defeating their lengthy backlogs. Please adjust your seat and prepare your ears for the banter of your hosts, Jake and Travis. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Polykill Podcast. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Travis, and I'm sitting across from the one and only Jake. He's a little moody, but he's got a good booty. How's it doing, Jake? It's doing fine, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. All's good. Good, man. Well enough. And if you're new to the show, what can you expect? Well, you can expect a little back and forth, the twixtest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll talk about some video games, maybe some that we've played, maybe some that we bought, maybe some that we've beaten, and then uh, some few that we're looking forward to. And today, we've got some listener questions for our topic of discussion. So, like, uh, we put it out there because uh, both of us have been respectively uh, fully occupied with life mm-hmm. and uh, just haven't had uh, a lot of time. But you guys have, have forced us into uh, making this really long episode with all these questions. So I hope you're hope you're ready. There were a lot of questions. Yeah, a lot I was of questions. So I was. I was like, I just kept scrolling. I was like, well, god damn. <laughs> yeah. So it should be a fun episode. And before we get to that, of course, we have to go through our recent pickups and what is on the radar. I picked up a couple things. Mm-hmm, I picked mm-hmm. up a couple things. Uh, one, my game store owning buddy down the road here. Oh yeah. At uh, Super Game Station. Super Game Station. Station. Or Station. Station. He, uh, he said I'm number one. You're number one now. Yeah. I don't, did I tell you this? I do remember this, actually. I am his NES number one. So okay. when he gets in a rarity, he has a pecking order. Okay. From which he texts. And he said that the former number one got booted down to number three because he cut the guy a good deal. Uh-huh. And the guy bitched a little bit about the condition. He's like, I already took a lot of money off. You, you know, I don't feel like you get the complaint. Like I, you, you saw pictures of it right. before you bought it. You know, that it's kind of essentially thing. looking the gift horse in the mouth, in a manner of speaking. Right. Yeah. yeah. Checking and, them uh, teeth. Mm-hmm. And I was already number two at that point. Um, I also know who number three, who number three was, who is now number two. Okay. We have sort of a turf war going on. Right. Um, it's it's maybe friendly on the outside, but I will stab you, Bobby Hash, if I see you <laughs> anywhere <laughs> near my store. Uh, but no, uh, he texted me shortly after um, I started my paternal leave and was like, "Hey man, do you have Mule, which is an NES game? It's not too rare; runs about twenty bucks. Okay, it's a turn-based strategy colonization game." Um, I would have never guessed that with a name like Mule. I know, right? And I couldn't even tell you what. Like, Mule. I really thought it would be like a jackass game, like where you played as a jackass and you just tried to like kick fruit or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it uh, it stands for uh, multiple use labor element and it is in the shape of of sort of a mule and you use that those you have to get those to to help you Wow. Uh, to that colonize. makes no sense. That's just what I know. Unless about it's it. just like some like commentary on a certain party that uses a donkey as their Oh, yeah, we won't even go there. I but, don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so he he hooked me up. He hooked me up there. So um he gave me a little bit off Told me, uh, you know, congrats on Parenthood. Here's your game. And he'll text me when the next one comes in. So that was good. Well, that's rad. And the other one, uh, I got Jones in for more Switch games. And you and I have talked about this. When I want to buy a Switch game from the eShop, it yeah. cannot be a game that also exists physically. Or might. Right. Like if, if there are rumors exactly. afloat that there might be, a, might be a physical edition. Because I tried to, you know, talk you into buying Hollow Knight. I won't and you're do like, it. yeah, I won't do it because there's a physical edition. Well, that got canceled. 
Did it really? It did get canceled. So so go nuts is what you're saying? Uh, well, here's here's the thing. Like, I can't imagine that, that Super Rare or Strictly Limited or Limited Run or somebody won't do this game. It's super popular. It makes a lot of sense to have a version of it. But there is nothing in the works at this moment. So, like, if you're jonesing for a cute little Metroidvania that'll kick your ass, then, you know, maybe jump on in. It's worth it. 15 bucks is a lot of game. Just hey, saying. I know. I hear I hear you loud and yeah. also yeah. clear. Yeah. Very clearly. Very clear. Um, so yeah, back to that though. I uh, I struggled with it because there were a lot of good deals on the eShop this right. weekend, it being Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and and all the in between. And I was jonesing for another game to play, and I'm going to talk about some of the ones I did play and finish. Uh, but I saw Mutant League Football on uh, Target mm. thing because mm. I eventually just gave up on the eShop. I was like, look, all the games I want are probably going to get a physical release. I'll just hold up there. Right. And I saw this game. It was like seven bucks on some Black Friday deal. I think it usually goes for twenty. It was seven bucks. Seven fifty, something like that. How come I didn't see this? Because I totally would have picked it up. Obviously, I don't know. I, don't know. I could also be making up the price. Oh, so maybe it was more than seven fifty. No, maybe I don't know. It oh. definitely wasn't less. I'll say that. Okay. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, Mutant League Football in or Mutant Football League. Right, right, right. Mutant League Football is a different game. It is from the old. I guess this is supposed to be a derivative of that, probably. And uh, and I kind of joined. I mean, it's it's kind of sports, kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Kind of funsies. So I don't know. I'll probably play it. Cool. I got a lot of I got a lot of bottle feeding to do. Fucking put the baby on that shoulder and play over here. Yeah, do there that, you go. Do that whole thing. The old this, the switch is a dad machine. Yeah, boy, I can get I some switches. I mean, we've heard this, and now now you're you, uh, your yeah, further I, testimonial. I got a little bit coming up later. I'll tell you what I've been switching on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then on my radar, What's I'll on just go ahead and get that out of the way. Okay. Uh, just cause four. Okay. And as I said back during, I guess it was this E three. Or maybe it was the, uh, maybe yeah. the year before. Is this year? I think it was this year, yeah. Uh, I'm in it for that tornado, baby. I no, wanna, it looks insane, right? I want to ride the style, man. I want to do that. Yeah. Uh, and that's the, really the thing that's... I mean, I don't care about Rico and Just Calls 1, 2, and 3. Right. Never cared about that stuff. Yeah. They, they, they made for good gifts on Reddit. Yeah, they're they're just kind of like... Chaos simulator or chaos generator. Right, a physics... You know, right? You don't care about demo. The it's like a ghost simulator. It's mm-hmm. just what what oh, yeah. the fuck can happen? Exactly. But this, you know, adding that element of weather. Yeah, and uh, I'm uh, kind of interested in how that's yeah. going to go. So I'm not going to get it out the gate. It's going to be right. Yeah, a ten dollar game before you know it, or free even on something. Who so knows? Yeah, I'll wait it out. But, sure. Yeah. I was thinking the other day. I was like, why do they keep making these? You know. Yeah. Tr- truthfully, why? Like why? Because they seem like they're decent budget t- games. Right. I mean, they they're can't not make a ton of money though. I can't yeah. know. And then I realized, you know why they're making them. Just cause. Ah, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Sucker drew it into yeah, that Yeah, you one. did. You did. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I thought you had something deep there. <laughs> now, And that's almost kind of, it seems like the mentality. It seems like the, the right edge. answer. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, we can do this. You know, what can we do? We can, mm-hmm. you know, strap a rocket to a, a Jeep and fly it into a jet while you, like, grapple hook a leader of a, you know, despot and... I don't know. It's just, it just—it yeah. seems crazy for its own sake, and it's just kind of like just cause we, we can do it, so we are. And if they stop it's making its own it, justification, if they did stop making it within ten years, there'd be a fan-made version called Just Because. Right. Yes, because it's the B version. Yeah. 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 Not the AAA version. My pen wasn't as good as yours, but you mine know, was I, good. I, mine I was good. I've been, I've been holding on that one for a week. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. good. laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so for pickups for me, I, I did grab a few here. Uh, now, I did not go out into the maelstrom and melee that is Black Friday, but uh, a lot of businesses, uh, it seemed like this year, extended their Black Friday sales through the weekend, and then like Cyber Monday turned into Cyber Week for a lot of people. Uh, that being the case, GameStop actually had some really good deals uh, online and in-store. 
So I looked at what they had to offer, and they were offering a few games that had been on my radar uh, in past episodes in, in general, uh, most notably Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, that's a game that I think dropped in September or October. It's not, it's not terribly old. Uh, still a $60 retail title, and um, yeah, it uh, was 27 bucks. So I pounced on that. Yeah. And then Shadow of the Tomb Raider, also 27 bucks. So I've been wanting both of these. So I was like, here's both of these games for less than the cost of one of them normally. So yeah, absolutely. I uh, I canceled my Fallout 76 pre-order and just cashed it in on those. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's yeah. Uh, it was a smart move on my part. And two, I would say, uh, in any other year, they would be highly touted. Yeah. In the running game of the year titles. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think for sure Assassin's Creed Odyssey is is. Still will probably end up on some lists, but it's not going to win, but, but it's going to end up on some lists. I know, it's crazy. The year we've had, these are budget titles. I know, it's crazy. That is crazy. It's insane. Uh, lastly, but not leastly, uh, um, so I don't really care about Toys to Life stuff. I don't uh-huh. care about you know that stuff. I mean, I have Amiibo, but it's not really Toys to Life. Yeah, so. mine's never come to life. Yeah. Uh, so, But anyway, uh, there's a little game called Starlink Battle for Atlas, another Ubisoft and Nintendo sort of collab. Now, at correct least, me if at I'm least wrong, because our friend uh, Musty Hobbit, is he a he guy? Was, he was on board with this. Okay. He was on board with this. I, don't, I, n- I remember him tweeting some stuff about it. Musty Hobbit of the Second Breakfast YouTube channel, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, however, point being is they have a starter kit. <clears throat> For the Switch that includes the R Wing and Fox McCloud, like the toys, mm-hmm. and and the, and the the thing's pretty cool. It's basically like a ship, and it's got two slots on the side to snap your Joy-Con in. So that's cool. So you actually like use the ship as a controller in a way. Um, so you, so you've got you've you're, you've messed with this. I messed with it. I opened it up. I have it. I bought oh. it. Okay. It's normally seventy five bucks, and I found it for thirty five. Now is this? You, did you get this a little bit because of the collection? I did get it because of the collection, okay. but I am also really curious to play this, and I, I kind of want to play a Star Fox game, and I know Star Fox Zero just dropped on the Wii U. I don't think that's coming to Switch anytime soon. Yeah, it should. Because uh, it should, but uh, I, I know it wasn't loved it wasn't, in general. Yeah. Uh, but this is like, a, you know, I, I've i watched a few YouTube personalities that uh, that I kind of like follow, and they're like, this is good, this is good. This is almost like a, a No Man's Sky kind of thing, but with uh, Star Fox. And I was like, but good? Yeah, and like Star Fox <laughs> is like, in the story a lot like they were like i was really surprised at how present fox mcleod is in this uh in this narrative so i was like well i'm down that does sound neat I, so anyway yeah those those are my pickups that's you know the biggest haul i've had in a while is for for i guess marquee titles anyway yeah i don't know a lot about starlink i guess when i found it was kind of a toys to life thing i distanced myself from the coverage Same. of it but i did uh, i did and then i saw like the gameplay and i saw people talking about it and then i was like well here it is you know you know, $45, off, well, $40 off, basically. I was like, that's Good deal. that's a hefty discount. And if you're going to collect it, you, yeah. know, you never know. Something like that if it doesn't sell well. I don't know what, I mean, it probably does sell well because it's got Fox in it. But, right. uh, you know, it could it could go from being uh, sort of expensive out the gate and then never really going below $50 right. and then becomes a collectible and it just goes back up. So you never know. You never know where the bottom is. So, right. I mean, I, I think half price is a good deal. Yeah, I was I was really tickled to get it. I haven't even, you know, played it yet. It's still wrapped up in the, the game itself. Right, but you, you um, tested the little... Yeah, I, I swoosh that thing around the house a lot, so... <laughs> <laughs> Amy's cooking uh, dinner and you're flying around. <laughs> <laughs> Do a barrel roll! Yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and I have nothing on my radar because it's the end of the year and uh, I'm just not, not feeling really anything. I know Smash... 
Brothers Ultimate is coming, and that's on you know going to be huge for a lot of people. Sell a lot of mm-hmm. systems. Everyone's excited about it, and I'm just kind of not. I'll get it eventually because of the collection, and because I probably will try it again because I haven't played one since the 64. I'm so bad, man, and it's, yeah. it's such a community game. It's such a yeah, it's very strong living kind of game yeah. and i just i don't pay attention yeah to living games <laughs> i don't either i don't so either. It, that's it, why i don't play Fortnite or exactly and i've tapered off on overwatch it's just because i'm like i can't keep up with this i know i know exactly what you mean yep uh well, next week or next episode we won't even have it on the radar because there are really no games coming out at that point of the year right yeah. unless we dug really deep for like some android who knows <laughs> yeah. ios games or something like that but S- something yeah gems of war yeah pack or something i don't know so we're, we're just um and it's crazy how quick it turns because you go off of uh you know, sort of later in the year you had spider-man then we just had red dead and then just calls is sort of the last big one and then it's like it's yeah. it's nothing until really early february it starts to pick up a little bit yeah so it'll be a while before we have more radarness but uh what happened last time let's check it out Previously on Polykill, Trav comes in hot off a fresh baby and Jake is tired just because. Pam of Cannot Be Tamed YouTube fame joins in to share her radar backlog and beats. Jake finished Turok, Trav finished Shantae, and Bloodstained on the Switch, and Pam completed a handful of lesser known titles like Return of the Oberdin and Do Not Feed the Monkeys. It's all about our favorite true crime podcast and true crime influenced games for the topic of discourse. And we're back. Boy, that was a fun episode. I enjoyed so much having Pam on. Yeah, I was I was worried that like we were going to come off as just like I don't know, like half alive on the show. Oh, because of the sleepiness, right? Because we were both really yeah at at, uh, at low points in terms of uh, how how many hours we spent uh, in REM sleep. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it turned out well, I think. I still haven't hit REM sleep since that episode. Yeah, nice. Actually, you're dreaming right now. This isn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, Pam was a lot of fun, man. And she, you know, she brings the her wealth of knowledge about a lot of games. I mean, just so many games. Like, yeah. her, she has a lot of experience with the, especially from the computer side, which I didn't have. Right, exactly. So it's fun to hear her talk about like the adventure stuff and all that stuff. So I'd, I'd love to have her back on, and maybe we talk more about like some computer games and that kind of thing because sure. you could really. I mean, she could help this podcast out in that regard. That's for sure. Yeah, we we're we're just console plebs. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, a lot of fun. So uh, thanks, to Pam, for coming on. Thank you guys for listening to that one. We're yeah. gonna move into games that we've completed or retired. Yeah, absolutely. We don't retire them many though. We, you know, it's we been should. a while. Yeah, and who knows? That might be part of our New Year's resolution. <laughs> Yeah, it's no. just like you know what you're off the team. <laughs> you're off the team, there, Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, in Musty, I think it was uh, Musty uh, Hobbit once again. He brought up an interesting thing that we could do at the end of the year, which is just nuke the backlog. Well, I, you know, I have seriously been considering that too. Yeah. Just, just you know, turning both of those keys at the same time and mm-hmm. hitting that big red button that says nuke on it yeah yeah and just seeing what happens and see how liberated i feel yeah, about that maybe have a couple episodes where we slowly add things back and just on build and it back on slowly yeah you know not just pile things on yeah because right now i'm looking back at it and it's it's stale it's not a lot of that stuff is moving and i'm not interested in playing a lot of it right now i have so many things i'm not interested in playing yeah so we might do that we, yeah. i think we still need to get uh before march madness get enough on there to kick because that's always fun the tournament yeah we have fun. to do that so we'll have to add a few more back on but anyway games that we've completed jake yeah uh, take us through what's your last couple weeks been like what's your excuse this time i've just been playing red dead and i okay. haven't beaten it like i've played it, nothing else yeah not we, even xenoblade you love that i love it i have not played it Okay, and uh, there was something else you were tooling around in. Did you do any Fallout 76? You, you did I played beta the beta, 
uh, and talked about it last time. And you say, or time you say before. it like that because it's, it's, it's British. It's British. It's That's how they would say right. it. Right. The game is not British, nor is it set in Great Britain. I just said beta. If you're if you're British and that's how you say beta, right? Uh, let us know. Yes, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, uh, but no, I didn't beat anything. Uh, I'm around 57 hours into uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, and am 52 percent complete with the game. Wow. Now I was astonished at how quickly because I, I I will touch on this a little bit later because go I ahead go ahead plan, but I uh, having not played very much of it. Mm-hmm. Already at ten percent through the story. Does it just take off real quick at there at the beginning, and then you start to yeah, branch because, out? Because I mean, at first, all you're doing is story. All right, okay, right? okay. And then, like, once you get to where you are now, uh, you have the option to just abandon it completely. It makes me feel like the storyline itself isn't long. It is. It is long. It is. Uh, it's more based, from what I can tell, on chapter completion. Um, oh, I see. Rather than the actual time. missions. I understand. Right. That now. Okay. Um, yeah, because that first chapter has like six or seven missions in it yeah and then so. like the next chapter has like 25 or 30 oh jesus and then the next one has like 25 or 30 oh. so like they, the chapters grow in size okay very yeah. cool very cool yeah um so you're still enjoying it i just maybe we yeah. do a shout out here to the podcast you were on sure yeah um the uh, cartridge club game of the month for the month of november uh was red dead redemption Two, so it was really cool, kind of being a part of like that first foray into uh, having a kind of big AAA game that's current and like fairly newly released as part of the game of the month. And I, I was on the podcast where uh, Rocket, Josh Leslie, and Musty Hobbit uh, um, discussed that game uh, t- at great length. Uh, we did discuss up to chapter three, up through chapter three, and early chapter four. Spoilers. So if you're not that far, I would suggest waiting until you at least uh, get that far. You're not spoiling the whole game. You guys only because honestly, very few of us had beaten it anyway. Right. So um, yeah, that's a good way to do it. I mean, I'm glad the club uh, embraced a newer game. Right. It was really cool. And uh, but I think it's a smart thing to do is um, for a game of that. Scale, right? To not try to spoil the whole thing, just, yeah. You and because you're going to get a lot of the basics in terms of like the way the stories are told and and all that stuff pretty early on. Yeah, it's you know the formula of of the way the story is delivered is predictable, rock star fair. Uh, but a lot of the podcast was us just talking about our experiences uh, within the game, uh, whether it's the the random encounters or the side missions or just things that happen in the world. And it was really fun to see how like we'd all play the game. Roughly to the same amount, I think uh, Rocket or Ryan had finished the game before the podcast, so we had experienced more. But like we'd all played the you know mostly the same stuff, but we all had some some pretty divergent experiences. Um, it's a neat thing about games like this, and, right? and, I, and I loved that. So yeah, anyway, was on that podcast, so go check it out uh, if you're inclined. Yeah, so you you'd want to track down the Cartridge Club, I guess Cartridge Club Prime podcast. Yep. Find it that way. Yep. Uh, you can also check out the forums on uh, cartridgeclub.org. Yeet. It is there. Uh, okay, so let's just talk about some games that actually got beat, Jake. And I'll take over here because I actually do beat games. Yeah, yeah, you um, do. You do. I beat a lot of these. You know, last couple weeks I've uh, I've been busy. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to say the least, you know, all you, you other parents out there know, even if you're not parent, you know, I'm not talking down to people. Always hated that when other people that had kids thought that I just wouldn't understand <laughs> what having a kid was like. I right. get it. Yeah. Uh, it does eat up a lot of your time, but there are some times where the little fucking thing sleeps. <laughs> You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, and you're just there, and once you get over like staring at how cute it is, uh, eventually you're like, all right, I want to do something else, and uh, so <laughs> I don't want to overexpose myself to how cute my child is. Exactly, yeah. you don't want to, yeah, yeah, make me keep it special, keep it special, uh, and so. A couple of games that I play. One, uh, Bulb Boy. Bulb Boy. This is a Switch game. Yeah, it's a downloadable. Uh, it's download probably on only. other things too. I think it's PC too. It's an adventure, okay, okay. adventurey game. Boy, is it weird though? Yeah, you said it was weird on oh, the twits. Oh, god, it's so weird. It gives me. Um, it has like that icky feel of a of a Binding of Isaac. I like that style wise. Okay. Uh, the story is even weird. I mean, I, it's it's so weird that I honestly can't put enough words to describe how weird it is. But I'll give you the essential flavors that I, I think you're a bulb. Okay. Like a light bulb. Okay. And you have a light bulb granddad or father, and uh, a dog. That can fly. He's not a bulb. He's just he's just a dog. Dog that flies, and you got to uh, basically do these little puzzles. Okay. Really, very little of it refers to the fact that you are a bulb. You just you just are. Oh, a bulb. you just are. Okay. Which I think is kind of a weird thing. I kind of wanted yeah. bulb-related stories, but, but <laughs> I like light bulbs. I want my bulb stories. I know I'm a lighting scientist. <laughs> I wanted some more lightage. Yeah, the aesthetic is neat though because it is a like its hue of green. Right. I've, I've seen I've glowy. seen the screenshots and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of green and gray. I, I like. wouldn't yeah. discourage anyone from playing this game, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're the type of person that thinks that games are often a little too silly, uh, this one is definitely off the rails, kind of silly and okay. weird. So you have to keep that in mind. It won't be your favorite game if you play it. Sure, that. So, sure. But it was, it was, you know, two hours or so, uh, some puzzles, um, yeah. some good laughs. I mean, not good laughs, but, like, I chuckled a few times at just how ridiculous it was. Um, another one was uh, X-Men Mojo World. Yeah, I know. This is a Game Gear title. It is. And I got an idea when I ran out of Switch games to play at one point. You're like, I want to play another handheld. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I don't give enough attention to that fucking Game Gear. Game Gear. And I was also thinking maybe, and I was going to ask your permission, if I could, because mm-hmm. I told you I have these Master System games and I can't beat any of them, if I could, that resolution, switch out a Game Game Gear okay. for the Master System. That's fine. Cool. Well, then I beat one. Okay. So now I got just a few more to go on that uh, resolution. I think maybe it still works. I okay. can maybe still do it. So, okay. Uh, Mojo World, uh, X-Men Mojo World is garbage. Garbage. It is. Um, now, that's French for trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It is just a, um, you know, it, it's such a basic game. You just you're you you pick an X Men character. You're you're one of two at the beginning. You're either Wolverine or not. They don't they don't tell you their names. You just have to like, guess what they are based on their outfit. Okay. And so I, the other one was a, was a lady. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know X Men enough. Fair enough. But each level you it sort of adds an X Men to the roster. So if you die, you can go pick another one. Okay. I just stuck with Wolverine the whole time. Well, of course. You walk left or right, uh, punching. You have a like maybe a special move I don't even remember because it's so okay. dumb, and it's it's just like a, it's just a beat 'em up. It's just left to right, and it's not fun. Not difficult. Not no, fun. No, not difficult. No, no, no. And it's funny though because I I found and this is another segue. It's gonna be a long episode. I'm yeah, feeling it's good fine. Today. I'm That's feeling all right. good tonight. That's all right. Um, I found this website and I, I even I gave them money immediately. Okay, it's called RetroMags. You told me about this I, I thing. Did. Yeah, you can go there, folks. If you like your retro stuff, you can go there. Okay, get you an account. Sign up, 
You can go there, and they have scanned in. This is all for free. They scanned in uh, comic book online comic book versus dot zb cbz files. Are you familiar? I CBR, am. CBC files. So you, if you have a reader, you can download them. You can flip through all these old school magazines, man. And I've been doing that for a couple days now, mm. just digging through them, man. Any like Electronic Games Monthly, like anything mm. you can think of, tips and tricks. And Did you find power. a review of this game? Is that I what did. you went to? That's okay. what I'm getting at. All right. Sorry, so, I didn't mean to, to jump ahead. No, no, no. But. no it's good. You're, it's, I was. I was falling in love with retro mags, but you should go check it out. Uh, I donated five bucks monthly to them because um, I wanted to fill it out. So it was called at the, at the time X Men Three on the Game Year. That's okay. It took me a while to find it. I had to dig through uh, a couple thousand pages. I had nothing else to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, baby wouldn't sleep. I wouldn't sleep. So I find it, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, this game it's okay, but it's really hard. It's really hard." I'm like, "Am I well, like it's not? It was like so." I think. I don't know where I was going with that, but people back then were dumb. Oh, you sh- oh yeah, sure. In 1994, well, it was five, also just kind of amazing. I don't think they played it. That they had, you know, a game in a Game Gear. Like, like honestly, that, that's just kind of <laughs> a like feat. held up the Game Gear to the light and looked at it like, there's a fucking game in here. Holy it's shit. crazy. What about that? It's got color. Yeah. Like, uh, that was kind of, like, the only selling point of any Game Gear game is that it was a Game Gear game. Yeah, I know, right? They were just yeah. excited that it was just like, a there color handheld. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not hard. I think what I think happened was they uh, played the first level and was like, I don't feel like finishing it. Mm, like, just say it's hard. Just say it's hard. It's <laughs> and so they, it'll make the readers feel good because they're gonna, it's really easy. Yeah, it was, it was super easy and okay. super stupid. How and long did it take you? Is this like a thirty minute adventure? Hour maybe. It maybe took an hour, but it's like it, it's it's you, your character moves slow and you just uh, okay. oh, the levels are long. That's, but they're yeah yeah. But I mean, it was like four in the morning. Had nothing else to do. Fair enough. So anyway, beat that. Talked about it way too long, and I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I don't even know what Mojo World is. That's the thing that pissed me off. I want Mojo to World. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Frankie uh, Viper Strike comic book uh, aficionado. Maybe he can clue us yeah, in. Yeah, Mojo might be some character from the X-Men universe, and maybe that game is set in an alternate universe where Mojo is God or something. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Jake, I got two games left here that I beat, and uh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to save last, because I usually save the one that I love most last. And you don't know here. Dude, I had so much fun with both of these. I'm very, I'm very happy about um, that. And I think people know uh, I've played one of them, so I'll go ahead and get it out there. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I finished Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You know, 10 out of 10 for me. You know, I'm easy to please. Sure. I played Mojo World, you know? Right, yeah. I gave it a four. You're not a hard sell. I'm not a hard sell. I'll play it shit up. You know, I'll play shit out of it. Uh, dude, what a great game. I mean, it's what everybody's been saying. Right? You know, I mean, I, I have nothing to yeah. add, but it's so fun. I'm glad you beat it. Um, I Now... I know Brian and I beat it ahead of you, mm-hmm. and uh, we had this conversation, and we were like, "Once you get to the third act, right?" And you're like, "When do you know?" I'm like, "Well, it doesn't tell you, but you'll know." Did yeah. you Did you know? Well, basically, the world changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, like once you start down, you feel like you're just kind of like you've been climbing up the ladder to mm-hmm. the to the slide at this point. Yeah, that's good and then you're like, "All right, now I'm just sliding through this the rest of this game," and. Yeah, I mean, I still think about that story and the narrative and the writing and the voice acting and like mm-hmm. the the motion capture and and just like how that those last bits came together. It's it's brilliant writing, I think. It was really good. Yeah, it really was. And most, well, I can't say most, but I know a lot of games will throw, especially when you have like the Sinister Six as sure. a recipe. Yeah, they'll just throw the characters in there, and it, it doesn't really have it doesn't really tie together well. But mm-hmm. it's a really good job yeah. of like. 
you know, it, it didn't spend a lot of time on, on some of the Sinister Six. It did not. But it's still, like, they were unique to, to battle against. Right. I uh, liked the, the buddy system that they did with it, too. I thought that was an interesting yeah, idea. Man. I liked a lot of it. I mean, yeah. I can't, I mean, everybody should play it. I'm sure a lot of people have. Right. It's uh, a very well, yeah. I will say, though, I don't, um, I didn't platinum the game. Sure, I didn't either, yeah. A lot of people did. Um, I so got to 91% and I was like, that's... You got 91? 91, yeah. That's pretty good. I probably got high 80s or mid 80s, um, but I definitely, more so than I would in most games, because, you know, like you and I, we're trying to get through as many games as we can, but still in savor as much as we can. Yeah. And so for this game, I was in that balance where toward the end of the game, I stopped zip-zopping and zooping. Right. You just I mainlined. Just, well, I just walk, I would walk down the street to the next marker trying to get the crimes to come up. Because oh. I wanted to get all the crimes in a, in a session. That's very difficult. It that's the part that I didn't complete. That's the grind. Yeah, I, everyone I, agrees that that was a little too. Yeah. Eh. And I enjoyed the combat when one started up. I was oh, ready to go. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's just kind of waiting for them. And I, I, everything that was on the map, I did. Everything that they put on the map, I beat. Oh yeah. Just not the crimes. That's the yeah, only thing. That's I didn't. the only thing that I left. Yeah. So man, yeah. Fun, fun, fun game. Now I gotta ask you. Now it feels like it wrapped up in such a way that there would not be maybe a direct sequel. Okay. What do you think? There will be a direct sequel. Is that confirmed? No. You just feel I that. think that there will be a direct sequel. Direct sequel. I think that there is going to be something. And now, I think it'll be, there'll be a gap in time. It should be. Uh, but Let I think. Breathe. Well, no, I, I mean like the story. Oh, in the story. In the story. Let the story breathe. Let the story breathe. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I really think they have enough, like, like that game was so well done that they, mm-hmm. they, really shouldn't leave it at that i know obviously they've done some dlc stuff which i'm interested in playing actually um so i might get that copy back from you tonight. sure uh but anyway i think that there's you know they handled that game so well insomniac that i think that they should do more and i think that they will and i think it'll be with those characters that we set up at the end which i won't go into yeah. because i don't want to spoil it in case you haven't beaten it Right, and if you have, there is another podcast that Jake was on that you can yeah, check out. Yeah, another cartridge club, extra. I don't want to dwell on it too long because it's, That's fine. everyone's played it, you've played it. No, it's your time to shine. It. It's your podcast. You talk about the it's game, not, you beat, I share this podcast with, uh, <laughs> with a moody booty. I, <laughs> I, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Shit, fuck. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, I was going to say, I think uh, the game... Uh, you know, for as well as they did, it's interesting that everything they did, they sort of played safe. They didn't like invent anything. Like we say, it's a very Ubisoft formula, and it's just executed so well. They right. made it. They made an. Uh, I'm not saying Ubisoft games aren't fun, uh, but they yeah. made it like an Assassin's Creed slash Far Cry sort of game with this heightened element. And I'm sure being Spider Man um, and and the the excuse to zip zop zoop um, elevates it. Yes, but you know now that they have this sort of confidence. I'm wondering what else they could add to it now that they I'm know with that, you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, they, I mean, literally, it, you, know, you, you you phrased it right, that it, it is along the lines of an Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. game where you, you swap out Ezio for Spider-Man, put him in New York, and, you know, that's it, kind of the feeling. Um, but I do think that they can take some risks now that they've sort of established. I don't think they wanted to take risks being, like, first game out the gate from, you know, right. them with the Marvel property, exactly. with Spider-Man. And I mean, that's, many, that's a big deal. You know, bad... Uh, licensed properties in general, not just comic books, have we had? Right. This one's maybe the best ever. I think so. Like I, I can't think of a better licensed property game. Yeah, I can't. Um, I, mean, I mean, you might I'm make not some arguments hard right now. To be honest with right. you, but you might, you might make some arguments for like some Star Wars games. Sure. Um, maybe. maybe Telltale Walking Dead. But in terms of like a 
actual full fledged open world, full fledged open world story. Game. There's just there's nothing like it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I don't. I'm not going to say it's better than those, but I don't know if if they're anything is better than it. If that makes sense. Yeah. I feel it, like it's 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 near god tier. And one parting shot here before I move on. Yeah. The sequel. I want to see, and again, maybe the uh, car, uh, comic book aficionado friend of the podcast, Frankie at Viper Strike, mm-hmm. can fill us in. I want to see what a 45-year-old Spider-Man is like. That would be interesting. You know? What's yeah. he like when he's got a family? Maybe he and MJ moved on. He's still, maybe he's trying to cut back, but crime still happens. Yeah. Maybe the world's coming to an end. He's got to jump in. Well, that's, that's Does the he have aches and pains? Yeah. You know, being an old Probably. spider? I want to know this. Probably. I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons why people love, you know, like, Batman Beyond and mm-hmm. Old Man Logan and stuff, because you you got to see those characters at, at a different point. Forward, in their their life. story moved forward, right? That's why you needed. Yeah, they weren't locked in time. Yeah, which uh, is kind of why I like this one because it was you know Peter in college. Oh yeah, that we, was cool. we, we finally moved past. If right. I had to see the uncle die again, yeah, that was going to hate Jesus. that. Um, all right, so the next one for me, and if you follow me on Twitter, you know I had a blasty blast McBlasterson McBlasterson. Yeah, um, the very Irish <laughs> uh, blast. <laughs> Axiom Verge and Jake, I had to apologize. I I loved beating this game so much, and I bragged. I was like, "Jake, I'm getting Axiom Verge. It's so good." And you're like, "I thought we were going to bro up that." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I forgot." Yeah. <laughs> well, we had discussed it. I want to say at least eight or nine times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we've been playing the Metroid games I together. I was like, "We should do Axiom Verge, just like Super Metroid." I, I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> I played the whole thing before I remembered. That's the crazy thing about it. <laughs> You know, um, you, you haven't been sleeping a lot. You got a baby. <laughs> tr- truthfully, though, I think, and this is making fun of us and the way we play games together. Yeah. I like the fact that I beat it, uh, sort of while it was all fresh, and we didn't. W- it wasn't like four months. Oh between. no, you ain't wrong about that. It, it made it. I mean, I'm wondering how much I would have liked Super Metroid. I mean, I love Super Metroid. Yeah, played how it, much better you? How much liked better it. would it have been if we didn't have to like relearn the map every time we picked it up? Uh, three yeah. months apart. Dude, I loved it so much, and it is you know uh, a spitting image. People oh, completely! Say, I don't even know what that means. Do you even know what that means? It's a derivative of spirit and image. It's a it's an old southern colloquialism where spirit was pronounced spit mm. and spit, <laughs> and it just became spit at some point. What do you do with your free time? <laughs> I look up video shit like that. Jesus. Uh, well, it is a spit and image <laughs> of Super Metroid, so it's not a unique thing. Yeah. But that doesn't keep me from loving it so much. Sure, it yeah. Just I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, it was so good, man. It was so good. Story was... Yeah. Oops, sorry. Story was, you know, fair... I mean, it had a lot more dialogue, obviously, than the Super Metroid game. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it was, it was coherent. I followed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying... I'm not, like, saying, like, I'm stupid and usually don't. But usually... For, for well, a, a lot of games like that are kind of cryptic. Yeah, Intentionally cryptic, yeah. Intentionally cryptic. And if it's a side-scrolling platform, I'm in it for the funsies. I don't really care what the Correct. narrative is. Um, but it had a decent little mystery in it, and cool. some. It, it was really cool, and I yeah. enjoyed you know that map. I know it inside and out. I would you know as soon as I got a new power, I wouldn't even go forward. I would go all the way back to the beginning of the map and try it everywhere. Mm. And I okay. probably spent longer on the game than I needed to, but I wanted everything out of it because it was so good. So now, uh, now you, you got the fizz edition of this. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I did. Uh, don't again. I haven't slept, so I don't remember when or how I picked it up. <laughs> okay. I really don't. Um, That's incredible. But I do possess Did you get the multiverse or just the regular dish? I guess regular dish. Oh, I do remember now. It was a a used copy from GameStop. There you Um, go. A few few bucks off with my GameStop card. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Cool. But, uh, man, really, really good. I mean, if you like Super Metroid, you probably already know about this game. Sure, yeah. I'd heard all that, 
And uh, I hear I hear Metroidvania in, in comparison to Super Metroid all the time. All freaking I'm time. I'm phased by it now. But this is one where I was like, this this is good. This is it. This is the shit. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. So those are the games that beat. Now, yeah. The community. All right, guys. So we we did the real just, talk. <laughs> real talk for a second. Uh, we've been doing the just beat of videos, and they haven't really gotten like the attention we thought they might. And it's okay that they didn't. But they're a little bit of work, and we don't really have that time to dedicate to that anymore. But we want to keep the Just Beat It hashtag train rolling. We yeah, feel don't like stop. That's, that's the one thing that this podcast is sort of bred that we... Yeah, we, we love it. It's And it's going, and it's strong, and it makes us feel like we have a community, which is important. To, if you're a podcast, you like that, right? Of Everybody course. likes to have like uh, uh, their own kind of cultivated community. Please keep hashtag Just Beating It. But the way things are going to work now, we're going to highlight the poly killer. Yeah. As always. We beat the most games in a, in a in a segment, and then instead of going through each and every tweet in those videos, and it's laborsome, and uh, you know, a lot of people I think use that hashtag and maybe don't even watch the videos, so it's like, what? Are, who, who's the audience? We're going to just pick a couple of the tweets that we like, yeah, and then and we like about all them. of them, but d- so- yeah, something that's conversational, sure. yeah, something yeah. that's conversational or something that we, we you know people hadn't shared before, a game that people hadn't beat in the past. So that that that's going to encourage you to give a little more context to your tweet, maybe, yeah, maybe tell me a fun story about you know why you beat it or how long it's been since you thought you might beat it. I don't know, or beat a unique game, sure. You know? And and that's a good segue here. We have Jeffrey Hilliard at Self Destructo. This is of course before we get into the poly killer we'll save that for last he said an actual well done full motion video i'm sorry is that yeah fmv full motion video full motion, uh, it says w full motion video game okay x files ps1 <laughs> and i gotta ask you jake have you i mean i know uh the full motion video phase you right know, late mid to late 90s there it was real hot yeah do you like that Did i get into that thought it was cool um, I don't know if I ever played a full-fledged uh, FMV, you know, mm-hmm. but I played games with cutscenes that right, were FMV. Were FMV yeah. uh, like, I remember specifically MechWarrior 4 on PC. Like, it had this really low-budget um, opening, but I really just thought it was awesome at the time. You know, it was just like these, act, you know, live actors and these wow. real, live action, and these real, you know, like mechs and stuff running around. And mm-hmm. I thought that was cool, and uh, I'm not against it. I'll put it, it that way. Now, there was a um, video getting where we played a game, and it was an FMV game on PlayStation, and I don't remember the name of it. I want to say it was Night Shift, I think, maybe. Um, PlayStation 4. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I he passed the controller that. around mm-hmm. and made decisions for this guy who had, like, I don't know, got, like, involved with the wrong people or something. Yeah. It seemed like an, a re... Um, I almost say, well, like, an early take on modern FMV. Like, uh, y- they were like, we can do this now. Let's try it. And right. Like, let, let's. It was kind of like the first, you know. Yeah, foray into that. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't hate it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I don't think it got great reviews, but I'm. Yeah, I don't hate it. it. Maybe it's just not what everybody likes. Um, but I'm looking at this X Files. You know, there's four discs yeah. here. I haven't played. Now, I like the X Files. I, I oh, I love the X Files. I'm not an expert in it, but I, I do. I like the vibes and and a lot of the episodes I've seen. Love that opening. I might, you know, try this if I can find it. Yeah, um, I'm with you. I would, I, would, I would love to play that. The thing is, though, when I play, and, and again, not to dwell too long on this one tweet, but when I've played FMV games in the past, I find them very tedious in that in order to, you know, you'll get to a point where, like, you get stuck, you can't do it. Now you have, there's no, like, you got to restart the game. 
You know, oh. you got to watch all that over again. Oh, so yeah, that, that, that is tough. And I, I that can't do that. You know, Night Trap is like that. Uh, there's mm. a, a psychic detective game I have that's like that that I've played. And oh. it kind of turns me off from a lot of them. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Unskippable cutscenes always suck. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up, we have the Retro Lectors. Retro Lectors! Final Fantasy XV. Thank God it's over. Not my favorite Final Fantasy game. Final set pieces were gorgeous, but overall felt like a slog to get through oh, it. Oh, boy. We've all been there, Jake. We've all been there. We've all struggled to get through a game. What's the last game you played through that you finally got credits on, but looking back, you're like, that was just way too long? Man, I don't know. I don't, I don't play a lot of games. <laughs> what games have you stopped playing because it became a slog? Uh, Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> really? <laughs> that, that is one. I don't know. It just felt tedious. What uh, Monster Hunter? Monster Hunter was definitely that way, and I definitely stopped playing it because it, it you know, the, the joy that people derive from that game is the grind, mm-hmm. and I get that it is fun. Um, but I felt, you know, I still felt like even as accessible as Monster Hunter World was and as successful as it was, and I'm glad it is, it still felt grindy right. uh, to, to a level where I'm not okay with it. Uh, yeah. Okay. That, that might be a good example. I, uh, I have a couple here. I'd say the, a couple of the Assassin's Creed games I played felt, you know, maybe four or five hours too long. Uh, one that sure. pissed a lot of people off. I thought Chrono Trigger mm. oh, was yeah, really you, drawn yeah. out. Yeah, you, you, you don't like that game. Uh, I like the game for a while. <laughs> right. But eventually I was I'm like, when are, we, when are we done? When is this over? When is this over? All right. Oh. So the poly killer is going to be Miles at Flack of Nerds. Oh, who, hell. Who plays video games when he's not chasing mysterious floating orbs around his apartment. Finished Dead Cells, Sniper Elite 3, and Tetris Effect. Very nice. So good job, Miles. Those those Sniper Elite games, I, I have a lot of fun with those. I, I, now, derided, but they're four fun. just dropped on Game Pass. I've been thinking about jumping in there just to shoot some Nazi balls. <laughs> yeah, well, you better. Yeah. We don't need those guys procreating any more no, Nazis. No, let's castrate them. Yep. Most castrate them from several yards away. What are you saying? Do you want to read know. the Caltech ad like that? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Caltech is making robots and shit. We at Caltech are starting to specialize in autonomous systems for agricultural problems. Some projects we've worked on in the past include assisting Virginia Tech in an international robotics competition in Abu Dhabi. It's not where the Burj Khalifa is, I've learned. But that is where Garfield always wished to ship Nermal off to. Was it Abu Dhabi? Abu Dhabi. Interesting. Consulting on an emergency medical software communication system used in emerging countries and helping Travis beat Double Dragon 2. And it's true, I could have done it without him. Could not. There is no software development project too big or too small. Drop Caltech a line at info at Cowden.tech if you are interested in working together or curious to learn more. That is info at C-O-W-D-E-N.tech. All right. Thank you, as always, to Caltech for sponsoring, even though you never listen. You do not ever listen. We could just not read that and just yeah. rake in the tens of dollars I mean, we should stop, honestly. We should. Just it really right. slows it down. <laughs> the pace is dead. We've killed it. All right, so let's restock the log in the foreplay. Let's do or that. if you like what you're hearing so far, you can find everything we do on oh, polykill.com. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Search, <laughs> <laughs> search Polykill Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to find us there. Reach out to us on the forums at cartridgeclub.org. The game of the month of the Cartridge Club this month, be, well, the next month being December, will be DuckTales, a woohoo. Uh, yeah, Wii U. Yeah. Wii U. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, it's my uh, joke. Yeah, it was a good joke uh, years ago. <laughs> and Capcom Classics Collection remixed on the PSP for the Cartridge Club Portable. There you go. Drop us a line. Ask us a question. Share an idea at polykillpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate us on iTunes or whatever service you use. Let's get to that ground game. Now, Jake. Let's talk about it. Last time 
off the cuff. I didn't have a. I didn't think about it. it was, no, uh, it was unfortunate. It was. Um, uh, I made some family, so I thought maybe family was the avenue to go. I thought maybe it was a. And it made sense. It was a, a pre-Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, sitting down. Your nana's there. She's got mashed potatoes dripping off into her boobs because she's old and she right. doesn't hold it in her mouth well. Those mouth sphincters all to hell. Yeah. And maybe look over at her and be like, Nana, listen, it's your later days. You know, you're probably not going to, this is probably the last Thanksgiving. Maybe get a little polykill in you before you die. And no one cared. Well, they didn't. Uh, and I think maybe it's because grandmas don't use Twitter. They could not reach out and say, hey, I love this podcast. I love you know, those young men. Those young men, the baritone one sounds very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't get that. So No, we didn't. So this time I was thinking, uh, and I've, I've been bringing up the baby a lot. I'm just a, I'm a proud dad. But I'm thinking, uh, this is a weird connection, but I just recently signed up for Trash Pickup. Now, okay. in the past... You know, we've had trash pickup in my neighborhood. I live in a neighborhood with a cul-de-sac and trash cans and all that stuff, but I'm a cheap bastard. And I right. saved that $8 a month to put trash in my own pickup truck and drive it four minutes down the road to a dumping station. Right. But now, my house trash now has a lot of shit in it. And you don't want to, A, stow that until trash no. takeoff day. No. Uh, you want to put that outside. You want to get it out, just let other people handle it. Right. And I've only had it for a week. But I see these guys out there, these hardworking mm-hmm. waste management folk. I won't call them trash men or trash women. Right. Because they could Because you don't have, know their life. They could have good taste in things. <laughs> I don't know if they're trashy. <laughs> but they're waste management folk, and they're out right. there driving these big trucks, managing, you know, all this equipment, trash. I mean, I won't say they're heroes, but, I mean, they're, they are doing a, a great service yeah. to us. Yeah, they're the house flies of the neighborhood. That makes it sound wor- that sounds worse than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but they you know they're riding around all day dealing with your shit literally literally reward them go up interrupt them if they're not sometimes they don't leave the truck yeah. because it's automated go knock on the window stop them interrupt them they'll love yeah. they don't mind they love talking to people and yeah. say hey what's your podcast game like sir you drive sir sir, sir sir slow down sir he's you're driving gone. around all day you're driving around all day dealing with house flies right ask what the podcast game is like introducing the polykill they'll love you yeah, I'm they sure will. of it. All right, so that's the Polykill ground game this time, the waste management crews in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Now we can move on to restocking the log. Jake, take it away. All right. So when it comes to uh, restocking the log and the full play, now I think it's pretty simple for me. I'm going to restock my backlog with my pickups. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Yeah. That's the easiest thing. You so, can. yeah, essentially, you could be nuking it anyway. What does it matter? Right. These will remain though, because I'm very interested in playing these. Uh, yes. So, when it comes to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that'll probably come uh, obviously after Red Dead, but it probably also will come after Shadow of the Tomb Raider, because I feel like Shadow of the Tomb Raider is going to be a digestible narrative experience that I could play from beginning to end. So we're looking at 2021. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, like that's going to be. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Really happy I picked it up because um, I do love that new iteration of the franchise, and uh, kind of curious to see if they are going to sort of round out the trilogy with this. If they're going to kind of wrap things up um, over the arc from the reboot in 2015 to Origins Rise. Odyssey, and now the other one's got to start with an O. No, I'm talking about Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Friend. I took a sip that's of fine. Coke and zoned out for a second. Yeah. I'm very tired. That's I had okay. A baby. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like Shadow of the Tomb Raider is probably up next after Red Dead. 
uh, and I'm curious to see how they wrap that story up. Okay. So two things. One, yeah. um, so I agree with you. Yes. I wonder if they're going to wrap it up. I don't and know. It'll just yeah. be the end of this version. Right. And then I can't they, imagine that. No, I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's true. It's like, I think it's popular, but. I feel I like it's quality and well-regarded critically, but I don't know how it's selling. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. So we're kind of, I don't know there. Um, do you think the Outconsider Origins, a almost reboot? In a way, yes. It's kind of a transitional game. Do you think that it has its... Now, do Odyssey and Origins connect in any way? I don't know, Travis. Okay. I don't know. I'm just I wondering think, if I think it has the, its own little storyline with I it, think too. timeline-wise, I could okay. be wrong about this, but I think Odyssey takes place before Origins. That's obnoxious. I, th- I think it is. God, I hate I names of things. I know. I really hate the don't names. Don't name it Origins if it's not the fucking beginning <laughs> of it. I know. <laughs> Um, but the way I understand it, because I, I watched one of these, did you know, gaming development videos on Assassin's Creed Odyssey a while back. And the way this happened was that Assassin's Creed Origins, um, obviously was meant to be a transitional game between like a, a regular old action game, uh, stealth action, which was the, the sort of formulaic Assassin's Creed that we all got to know. And they, want, they wanted to transition to an RPG, an action RPG. So what they did is this development team started making Odyssey. They built all the systems, like the RPG stuff, and then handed it off, all that shit, handed it off to the Origins team. Then Origins went off and made Origins. And then the whole time they were making and releasing Origins, Odyssey team was in the background making Odyssey, which is a more full-fledged RPG than Origins was. Interesting. So, yeah, this one has, like, dialogue options, you know, leveling, loot, and so it's like it's like an RPG now. Huh. So I'm I'm very excited to play it, actually. Really? Because it's going to have RPG stuff. It's going to have the stealth kills. It's going to have great combat because the combat in Origins was good. It's going to so be better than that. it's going to feel maybe a little more like a Witcher? It's been compared to the Witcher Wild Hunt. Okay. Yeah. People, like I read a quote from some journalist that was like, nobody's made as rich of an open world as this since... Witcher, Wild Hunt. Obviously, Red Dead wasn't out at the time, but that was the comparison. So it makes a lot of sense that you would come to that conclusion as well. Huh. Well, that's cool. So, yeah. So we're looking at those that are coming up. You said next? Yeah, I think that'll be the next set of games, new games that I get to off my backlog. Uh, I'll probably throw some other random stuff in here. We're saying the RPG is is dead. I'm not saying that. The gold is dead. I'm not saying that. There's still a month left in this year. That's not, that's not enough time for you to beat anything. I know. <laughs> we'll see, though. All right. We'll see. Uh, I, um, again, on that Game Gear, yeah, yeah. I started playing a game that I actually didn't know I had. I found it in my house. It wasn't on any of my inventory sheets. It was left here by a game fairy. That's incredible. Shinobi on the Game Gear. One Shinobi. of the more, I guess, uh, touted mm-hmm. uh, Game Gear games. And fun. Uh, there is like you start out and there's four levels and you beat uh, each level and you recruit a new ninja. Okay. Who has his own special abilities? You can sort of pick which level you go to and which ninjas you want. And then it's this final gauntlet of levels where you use all their special power. That's hard. That part's hard. Sounds hard. Yeah, but I got pretty far into it. I was actually really liking it. Nice. Um, before I got kind of stuck. There's some like there's a difficulty spike near way near the end and um, mm. I, didn't, I wasn't able to beat it but uh like what i played so far cool. again i don't know if i'll beat it because it might be a little little too steep for Wait. old trav but i mean it's my first foray into shinobi 
Sweet. It's an important Sega. I think it's a Sega property, maybe. I don't know. It's definitely. I. I well, maybe not because there's a Tengen Shinobi on the NES, but there. I don't know. I just tied it to Sega, and uh, I never played any Shinobi, so this was fun. Well, the there you go. There. I enjoyed it. Um, you have uh, bestowed upon me uh-huh. uh, two games that I requested from your Switch collection. Correct. Uh, those include Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah, I've heard yeah. good and bad things, but I'm in a sporting mood kind of league. That's why I got Mutant Football League. Sure. Looking forward to playing some tennis. Yeah, it's uh, fun. Like, Don't get me wrong. It's Mario Tennis. You're going right. to have fun. It'll be fun. You might be a little underwhelmed with the adventure mode. Okay. That's the campaign. That's the campaign. Okay. Yeah, that's but cool. But it's Mario Tennis. It's fun. I, I like being underwhelmed. Yeah. I played Mojo World. Yeah. Uh, and then Runner 3. Yeah. Now, Josh and I just finished Bitchup Runner 2. Right. On the Wii U uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. It was a long, long ongoing game that we had played, mm-hmm. uh, hung over the night after we'd hung out for years. And we finally beat it. Uh, he just downloaded Runner 3. Okay. And, uh, I don't like to download games that are physical. We've been over this. Right. So I'll just borrow your copy until I buy my own version. There you go. I don't know why there's a weird aversion to that. Like, I could just download it. I don't know. It's stupid. But I'm you have you. it. It's free. I you have it. Borrow it. Yeah, you just borrow it. It's so fine. I'm excited to play that. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, restock the log with that, and then I've also started my dive into Red Dead. Yeah, you have, and I'm maybe five hours in. Yeah, roughly according to my comparison sheet. Yeah, on yeah. my Xbox Live profile. You're, no, you're in the. Tr- you got your binoculars fixated on my game room. I, I know uh, you're that's you not weirdo. true. You weird son. That's of, not true. Weird son of a bitch. No, I um I'm enjoying it, and we've talked about how deliberately slow it is at the beginning. Right. Slow burn. And I, I was getting a little restless. I was like, let me out of the snow. That's, and it's so intentional that you feel restless. I was so restless. Like, yeah. The minute like it set me loose, I just went sprinting into the woods and shot oh, four rabbits yeah. and was just <laughs> humping the trees and <laughs> shooting random innocent people. No, I didn't do any of that. But yeah. I did enjoy mm. finally being able to go make a decision on my own. And right. It was so fun. Just have some of those like, you know, extemporaneous moments that yeah. you get uh, in that game. Yeah. Yeah. I... Uh, I love the lighting. Oh my oh, gosh! Oh, it's gorgeous. And it's so, I guess it's it's so. Um, it's not going to like knock you off your feet, but you'll just if you notice something about a, like a scene, like you're just inside maybe uh, inside of a building and the sun's kind of setting, and you kind of feel like, why does this look so good? Like it's probably the lighting. Like yeah, they've done so well with everything. Like I, I'm going to say that game does knock me off my feet. Like it it does. It, it does. Like, and you haven't been to these places yet, but like when you sunrise in the swamps or you know just a clear day in the snowy mountains when you can just go where you want to in the snowy mountains or you know just uh the moon over a grassy plain like it's just gorgeous it's unbelievable yeah man and even like you know of course uh (laughs) the first thing i did like as soon as the game not even like when you get to break free Mm. but like as soon as i could control my character when we're outside of a cabin at the very beginning in the snow yeah is trace a dick in a big (laughs) one and then took a screenshot of it was like playing red dead (laughs) you know and uh but that factors into like you know even when you go down a muddy street or Mm -hmm. something like that i mean just watching the wagon wheels go through the mud like all that stuff uh, remains yeah you know it's there and, and little stuff like that that dude like they forgot nothing and two i was noticing the other day just walking and uh, i walked like out of a creek across some grass across a road and like all those things had different sounds like yeah i was wet footed for a while and then it was just some impressive yeah like and, and you, once you once you you know kill an animal and throw it over your shoulder the blood mm-hmm. will stay on your coat it'll get in your hair it'll get in your beard yeah i mean it's the beard grows you get dirty yeah yeah there's all around stuff. the mud. 
And it, it does kind of And people like, react to you differently when you're covered in these things. Yeah. And another thing I noticed too, I'm wondering how much dialogue they recorded because... Over 500,000 lines. I bet. And I bet some of those twice because I was going to say like... If you're further, you can be someone can be talking to you, and if you get uh-huh. further away from them, they, they yell, Start they, at talk, you. Yeah. they talk louder. So that that's at least two recordings right, right there. So stuff like that, man, it's uh, it's impressive. Um, it's just it's just rock star being rock star, man. Or they just yeah, I mean, you and, and you're you're scratching the surface. You oh know? sure, I mean, yeah. you haven't even started scratching. You're, you're like thinking about scratching. I'm sniffing the, the, surface the top edge it. of the surface. Yeah, like it's. It's so good, and and like I really, and part of the the discussion that we had on the the Cartridge Club Prime podcast about it was like, what was your expectation going in? And and I was the only one who was like, I didn't care, because I didn't like it. Any time we came up on the podcast or someone talked about it, I was like, I don't care, because like Rockstar games always just end up being too much for me. You know, I feel way too overwhelmed with them. Yeah. And I should much more so with yeah. with Red Dead Two, but I I do not. You're married to it. You love it. I do, and I am. I will say I do have a bit of a a, a thing I don't like about it. And it could just be I'm new. I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. But I feel like um, there's the same button or different buttons will do the same shit depending on context. Like I'll be somewhere and it'll be like push X to pick this up, and then it'll be like push B to pick this up at a different time, and it'll be like push right bumper to pick that up like why is that doesn't there a happen but, but there button? is a y and x correlation that happens okay so y is to pick up something to look at that you may or may not take and x is to pick it up y is to loot uh-huh. x is to pick them up like uh, i'm right. referring to a body okay or y is to skin if it's an animal and x is to pick up so like there's there's context, and once you kind of kind of get the syntax of it, it makes a little more sense. And then like, I will say it still can throw you. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really gotten a grip on it. I just kind of do whatever it tells me to do at the bottom, right? The, right at this point. Yeah, um, and you should. And also controlling the horse is it's fine, but like I also feel like X or A rather does uh-huh. some different stuff um, that I haven't quite figured out yet. Like um, pressing it, um, you can move it. Mm-hmm. You mash it, you go fast, and then you, you want to tap it in the rhythm it. of the hoofs beats. But if you double, if you double pat, you get in front of a companion. But if you hold it, it'll just go right. You'll like, you place whole, with them. Yeah, you know. there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot to it. I also wish this is my last. Also, to thing. slow down your horse. Yeah, right. R one. Yeah, yeah. They don't tell you that. Um, they do actually. Do they? Yeah. I must have missed it because yeah, I it took me. On. I found that last week. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, actually, I didn't know that. Um, one thing, another thing that that really bothers me about the game yeah. is there's no fucking speed walk. There is saunter slow as fuck through ankle deep quicksand or sprint. And I want there to be just a brisk there, little walk. Now, here's what I did. Please, there are accessibility options in the game mm-hmm. for those with limited mobility or a handicap, and part of those accessibility options are to toggle run. Now, a toggle run means you don't have to tap A to run, but it's not as fast as you can go. So, like, when you walk, you're walking. If you hit A, it'll move to kind of a jog. And then if you tap A, you'll go full-on sprint. So, so switch that. So, switch it to what? Switch it to toggle. Toggle. Not, okay. not press or whatever it's called. Hold or Man, that's remember. extremely helpful because that... Yeah. Like, that helps me a lot because I can just tap A and just he just goes. Yeah, that's great because anytime, like... And I, it's not, like, all-out run. I like burst through doors like Kramer when oh, I don't mean to. Oh, so much. I love it. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to open a fucking door. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, 
Good game. I like it. Great uh, game. Again, I, like you said, I've only scratched the surface, and I, I've been pining to play it pretty yeah. much all day. Like, I'm pretty much going to kick you immediately out of here so I can go. No, I'm uh, going to go home and play it. Uh, yeah, so. good. Good, good, good. Uh, do you have anything else right there on the old foreplay, Jacob? Uh, I don't. Um, you know, I'm just going to keep playing Red Dead until I'm tired of it. All right. And good. that'll be it. We have a lot of questions to get to. A lot to. of questions to get to, and I know you guys... It's already been like an hour already. Has it been? It's close. Yeah. It's close. But that's fine. We've had good energy. People love us. Have we had good energy? I don't think people love it. Yeah, they love All us. All right. Here Let's we go. Let's get to it. All right. I'll, I'll go. Uh, Let's not rush it. I won't rush it. I won't rush it. Don't rush it. Joe. Angry right. CDN Decepticon. Yeah. That's Canadian. Decepticon. CDN. Okay. Two games, one system, and a cup. <laughs> If you had to sell everything off, what would be the one system and the two games for it that you would keep? You can use your imagination on what the cup would be used for. Thanks for all the entertainment you provide with the show. Well, thank you, Joe. That's very kind. See, he loves us. <laughs> There's one of them. There's, There's one. one person. Uh, uh, okay. Do you have an answer? I want you to go first because I'm interested to see, as a guy that doesn't collect as frugal or as, as, as ambitiously as I do, okay. what would you do? Uh, this is really tough. Um, I honestly think I would keep the Switch. Mm-hmm. because of its versatility. Yeah. So that would be the console that I would keep. The games, I think one would have to be Breath of the Wild because I haven't finished that yet. And there's a lot to do and there. there's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. It can keep me busy. Yeah. As far as the other one, I really don't know. I've had a few things kind of like cross through my brain. Uh, Dead Cells came to mind, but that's kind of, it seems like a weird one, but it's very replayable. And I think there's a lot to it. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I can't really land on it. I mean, Dead Cells is a candidate. I think Mario Kart 8 is a candidate. Um, I think Octopath Traveler could be a candidate. Like, I don't know. Because I'm trying to confine it to the Switch and the right. games that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, which way should I do it? Should I keep two games because I won't have any other games and it will force me to finally play these games? Right. Or do I keep two games that just define me and I love? Uh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, there's there's multitude of approaches here. Right. I think I'm I'm probably going to go with force me to play it. Oh, force me to play it. So what you keeping? What console are you keeping? I think the Super Nintendo. Snails. I've played a lot of the key titles on the NES. While it is my favorite, most nostalgic, and I'm mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. a lot of NES games, I love it. Um, I've beat a lot of cream of the crop on that. Played sure. Uh, pretty familiar with the the key components of the library. For the Super Nintendo, you know, I still need to beat and play Earthbound. That's okay. one. Uh, and also um, something like maybe, I don't know, I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, Shadowrun comes to mind. I don't know if that's really cream of the crop. Um, but something like that, you know. The Super yeah. Nintendo for sure. and Or maybe Final Fantasy 3. There you go. Okay. There's two games right there, Earthbound and Final Fantasy 3. Big old titles. Big old titles. Know, few dozen hours a piece and just having those and i love the super nintendo i mean you do there's a lot of good stuff there so i think that's my choice okay all right number two jake this uh, is still from joe it's still from joe yeah he gave us three questions here um of course we did that episode a while back where we did a fuck mary kill of video game villains a lot of fun yeah I'm going to revisit People liked that it. soon that was so fun i enjoyed that myself he says, F. Mary Kill, do you get to choose between uh myself which would be joe uh bill from stc pod his co-host and Kevin of Retro Fandango. So that's two, uh, the STC Pod and Retro Fandango, two Cartridge Club mainstays, right. podcast-wise. Uh, who do you who do you fuck? Mm. Who do you marry? And who 
do you kill okay of that group so what's your do you have a you have an order here yeah i'm um i think you know i'm looking at these three guys handsome canadian men yeah okay very much so i've had a i've had the uh, the pleasure of actually meeting two of them in person uh bill has long luscious locks of hair cool uh, Kevin has a very his stare goes right to your soul. You mm. feel like you feel like he's been dating you for a couple semesters when he looks at you. <laughs> okay, a couple semesters. I like I like that you put that time frame on it. But That's I good. look at I look at Joe and I've only seen pictures of him online. But what a stud! <laughs> I want to I want to be uh, I want to be on that. So I would love Joe if you won't mind uh, fucking you. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's make another baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, when I see uh, Bill and Kevin here, you know, man, I and, I, and I, you, you see those two guys, and you're like, man, one of you got to die. That's um, harsh. I think what would help us as a podcast, Jake. Okay. And being that STC Pod won the podcast of the year last year. Uh, I see what you're going for here. And, and we, we thought... You know, of course, they deserved it. They're, they're oh, yeah. Big, but uh, they're competition, man. They're huge competition for us. Uh, and so is Retro Fandango, to be fair. But I think STC Pod, having already won it, I think we, if we kill Bill, that will really hurt them. Mm. You know, that will give us a leg up. Now, again, okay. I like Bill a lot. He made the, the great photoshops of us. Oh, yeah. Uh, talented guy, real friendly. Uh, you know, I loved meeting him. Uh, and he and Kevin did a great podcast there in Chicago, but, but um, he's got to die. He's got he's got to fucking <laughs> die. I want to fuck your co-host and kill you, and then <laughs> and then I'm going to marry Mir- your rival. Okay, their rival there, uh, Retro Fandango, another just juggernaut in the in the, in the cartridge club. Uh, Kevin, I think he um, he is he is intellectual enough to keep me engaged over the course of a marriage. Uh, okay, he and I would I think we'd spend a lot of evenings out on the porch petting cats and reading just you know uh, really intellectual you know okay. Frank Herbert m- novels. Nice. Which are just 100% Dune, I think. Uh, uh, I don't know if he's written anything sure. else. But yeah, we would do that. You know, we'd be we'd be smart guys, smart old Smart men. old guys. Yeah, I think so. Do you just want to use my answer? I was going to. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm pretty bad good. at things. Yeah, no, good. no, your justification. Like, I could come up with nothing better. <laughs> there you go. I really right. couldn't. Yeah. And then lastly here, he says, do you have a crazy Black Friday story to share that either happened to you or that you have overheard from someone else? I don't really have any crazy Black Friday stories. Now, I used to uh, go out and brave the crowds because I kind of enjoyed the energy. Yeah. Um, the sort of frenetic. It seem like you. Male, I, well, it's more of like a, um, not that I want to participate, but observe. You wanted to see a dead body. That's I didn't want to see you, people oh, die. You didn't? Okay. But I like know. seeing people fight. Really? That makes me uncomfortable. No, I like it. Man. Um, because it makes me uncomfortable. You know, like pushes me a little bit. Uh, you to what? I don't know. What are you going to do in that moment? Co- cope with feeling uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> it's actually really fun to have your stress, you know, your physiological stress reactors be of use in a situation like that. Because, like, most of the stress that people like you and I encounter are, like, in meetings or deadlines or grades or something like that. And, you know, your heart rate elevating and your palms getting sweaty do not help in that situation. No, they don't. But if you're in a fight and someone's trying to grab you, Having that extra energy from a higher heartbeat and being slippery because you're sweaty could be useful. True. So it's nice to have those reactions 
be somewhat useful. I'm a total coward. When I see a fight break out, I just leave. Like if someone's like picking up like a 40 inch flat screen TV and they're about to hit an eight year old kid, I'm like, I don't even want to see that kid get hit. I'm not even going to try to save him. I'm just going to walk away. Just walk away. Um, I think there's, uh, I don't know. It seems to me that Black Friday stuff is um, calmed a bit. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm not paying attention. I'm wondering if it's because of where we are. Maybe we, you know, we're in a place that's not. Yeah, we don't get the crazy crowds. We don't. I did. um, I have gone out on some Black Fridays in the past, and the best story I have is just waiting way too long for stuff that was gone when I got in there. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's generally how my. I've never had great luck in those. Yeah. Like, like physically, like you know, uh, brick and mortar store things. So, yeah, sorry, don't have anything great. Maybe that's good, though. I'm glad I don't have a good story. I'm okay with it. You know, I tried to avoid it. Yeah. All right, take Musty here. All right, so our friend Musty Hobbit of Second Breakfast says, We always hear about your gaming bucket list, but what about your non-gaming bucket list? Share with us up to three items on each of your bucket lists. What do you have on your bucket list? Yeah, I have one, um, and it's sort of, I'm inspired by my own brother, who, because he is a very, he's like me, he's very frugal. Okay. You know, anytime that he can pinch a penny, he'll do it. He got paid a little extra in the army to be a paratrooper. Now, they'd have to pay me a lot to sure. jump out of airplanes. A lot more than a little that extra. That many times, yeah. yeah. But that's what he did. And I've always been very, and I don't know if it's because growing up, I knew my brother did that. Okay. I was very intrigued by just jump, like. Jumping out of a plane. Jumping out of, jumping out of a plane. Perfectly good airplane. Nothing wrong with it. I know. My dad would always make that joke, too. Yeah. <laughs> You mean to tell me you jump out of a perfectly good running no smoke? <laughs> no smoke. You jump in, the door's open, you just jump out. You just jump out. Uh, yeah, I think that would be exhilarating. I would be... No doubt. I would wet myself before I got up there. Like, oh, I'm, too, yeah. I'm almost too scared to do it, but I don't want to do it. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, see, that was like me talking about the fight thing. It makes you uncomfortable, and you want to kind of push yourself a little bit. Yeah. In a way, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it's related, but maybe. Maybe. I just want to kind of say I've done it, I guess, more than anything. Okay, you want that notch. Yeah. Okay. Another one for me. I'll mm-hmm. just take another one here. No, go for it. it. We're sharing up two, three. It's, it's another physically exhilarating one. Ooh. Hike the entire Appalachian Trail. Hike the AT. Do it. I'd like to do a through hike. I'd love to take like... Contig- s- like continuous? Yeah. Okay. Six or seven months and just do it. I've known a lot of people to do it. Yeah. I it's, know a guy. You know a guy that's not... He yeah. listens to our show, in fact. Or used to, right? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Hi, Dustin. Dave. Dustin. <laughs> yeah. I knew, yeah Big did. Bad Wolf, a.k.a. Yeah, yeah, Big Bad did. Wolf. Yeah. Uh, he probably gave up on us. We got bad there. Yeah, for a while. we're bad. Uh, but uh, yeah, doing that would be great. That would be cool. Yeah. Put a notch in the old belt or whatever. Yeah. Now that I have sort of a stable career and a family, it probably is not going to happen. Never going to happen for it's you. It's yeah. usually like, that's why it's on your bucket list. If you're a divorcee, that's usually what you do. Or retired, but still kind of healthy enough to walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and gosh, I don't do know. Maybe take one while I think of a third. Sure. One. Like one for me is go to Alaska. I want to go to Alaska and just like be in that open untamed we're outdoorsy just hard it's we are you know i i think there's a fascination because we are so like you know we live our lives on screens and um you know we're always fooling and fiddling around with technology and stuff i think there's just this attraction to the the opposite of that where it's just a big sky and stuff out there that could kill you and you're just out in the wilderness and it's got to be gorgeous it's got to feel good to breathe that air um, and yeah, like I, I'm really jonesing to give that a shot. Um, I know a guy who has parents that might be moving up there when they retire. Mm. So like there is, there is a chance that I could go up there and spend some time and, 
um, I don't know. I, I think it would be um, exhilarating. You know, yeah. go, go out on the coast, see some some whales or something. Yeah. I don't know. You know, do all that Berry stuff. Fish. That's what. Oh, anytime God. I think of Alaska, there's a bear eating a fish. Yeah, by yeah, just just pawing it out of the air. Boom! Right into another bear's mouth. Yeah. Then winking at it. Yeah. I don't know. Giving each other a bear fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that actually yeah. is is partly uh, my third one. Okay. I, and it's close. I want to do. I've always wanted to do an Arctic cruise. Everyone does Bahamas. Oh yeah! Don't give me that. I want to go up. I want to see. I'm, Miss me with that humidity, fam. Yeah, dude. And I like. I want to be. Um, I'm very fascinated by big dark bodies of water sure like the arctic ocean is sort of like i mean it's still kind of almost a frontier for us as humans too okay. but just being up there where there's you know there's not even an island to go to, to yeah like, you know how they you know a uh, caribbean cruise you port constantly right you're just floating go around get some duty free there man that's gym. what i want i want serene earth yeah that's yeah that's just me too sky and water almost had almost did it almost had a chance to do it but damn then I then I got, then I knocked up my wife. <laughs> and I did that thing? Yeah, my yeah. Uh, and that honestly, in a weird way, kind of ties in with one of mine, and that is to um, just see real live whales in the wild. Like that's, and this is going to sound maybe really weird of me, but I've always had, and not like in a like a adolescent elementary school Lisa Frank kind of way. I really always had this weird connection with whales. I just you draw them all over your trapper keeper. Yeah, you know all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, if I were to get a tattoo, it would probably be something whale related. Yeah. No joke. Um, like one of my favorite bands, Gojira. They do a lot of songs about whales, and that's part of the reason I love them. Uh, but I have this fascination and this weird, like I don't know, connection with them in some way. And it's it's not like I think I can talk to them or that they're like I was reincarnated as a whale at some point in the previous life. If you were to talk to a whale, how would you? How would it go? Uh, it, poorly. Oh, I don't even. How do whales? <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I could, I could try to imitate. I was trying to sucker you into a whale impersonation. Yeah, right? I don't have a whale impersonation. You're leaving me dry over I'm here. Very sorry. Yeah. But you like being dry, I thought. Yeah. So are you, are you done with three? Yeah, I did you got three. three. You okay. got one more. You got whales in Alaska. More. Oh, so you yeah. You probably do in one day. No doubt. <laughs> um, yeah, the other, I guess, is to go to Tokyo. Well, that's out there. The, the very opposite. Yeah, I would love to go to Tokyo. That culture and that ramen and then video games. Mm. I just, I want to do all that. If there was a fourth, I would have probably done the same. Nice. VG Collectaholic. What was your favorite TV show when in elementary school, junior high, High school and college. Okay, Let, let's let's do these together. Elementary school, both of us. Sure. Okay, go ahead. Elementary school, I was raised as an old person. Yeah, you okay. were. I was a very old. That explains why you're a big kid now. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't revert. <laughs> you reverted. Uh, well, there's one TV in our house that had cable, and my mom watched it, <laughs> and I got to go. see what she was watching. I liked just about anything that came on A&E that was true crime documentary. <laughs> uh, but if I had to pick an actual TV show, I would say uh-huh. The Rockford Files. The Rockford Files. I loved it as a kid. Classic. Can you believe it? Elementary school. Yeah. James Garner reminded me of my dad. Okay. That makes sense. And, uh, I can know, see that too. Yeah. Watched a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, elementary school for me, um, I was also kind of an old person, but not in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like when I was that age... Um, it was, there was a lot of like Nickelodeon and Nick at night stuff for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and back in those days, Nick at night was not, I don't even know like what it became, but it was, uh, Mr. Ed, uh, bewitched, I dream Dick of genie, Dick Van Dyke. So it's going to be in that space and probably, 
Uh, one that I still connect with is the Dick Van Dyke show. I think he is probably the most gifted physical comedian that has ever lived. Yeah, he's good. And, um, and I, that show still makes me laugh. Yeah. I still watch it. So probably Dick Van Dyke show. There, there you go. go. Now, middle school, junior high, we're calling it here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, uh, was, I assimilated in with other children. Sure. Uh, TRL was huge. Wow. Every TRL. day after school. Gotta know. Vote it. Okay. Gotta get Britney up there. Gotta get her up there. Uh, <laughs> Did yeah. you say Britney's back, bitch, when she got back to the top of the list? That was when I was a little older. A little older. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I, this is also difficult for me because I honestly didn't watch a lot of TV in this era of my life. Um, so, yeah, I don't really have an answer for, for, for this, this okay, at all. Okay, that's yeah. fair because I actually don't have an answer for high school because I played and watched nothing but sports yeah. in high school. I can't even remember what TV shows were out during that time. Yeah, it's difficult. I and this is going to be a weird one, but I watched in, in that age range. So I'm going to say from like seventeen, seventeen ish, and talking high school here, um, sixteen, seventeen. Watched a lot of the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some headlines for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this. Look at this guy, Kevin. Look at this guy, Kevin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, that's, that's no, that's Eddie Kevin. Murphy. Oh, is that Kevin? That's Kevin Eubanks. Yeah. Okay. Love that guy. Uh, yeah. I I don't know why, but I got really like I had um like a little handheld TV with an antenna on it, and I would watch this that. Is in the 50s, right? Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, two thousand. Uh, had a hand to be, and it had like a antenna on it, and I would lay in bed and uh, find find a good position for the antenna and just watch Jay Leno Man. every night, dude. Yeah, I, I, it's. Have you gone back and visited your competition I, camp? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> But actually, it's funny. Like uh, the, my uh, wife likes Jimmy Fallon a lot. I'm not huge on him, but she likes him a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he's endearing. But sometimes she'll like be watching like YouTube clips of Jimmy Fallon and then fall asleep, and YouTube will just like, all right, we're gonna do the next one. And I'll come into the bedroom, and it's just like a three hour compilation of of Jay Leno doing the headline stuff for the newspapers. Yeah. Oh, those I'm are hilarious. Like, I love. Those. Oh my god, this is such a trip because I, I re- you know remember like mm-hmm. all the wedding stuff. Like oh, yeah, all the all weddings, the like yeah. Stroker Moore wedding, or yeah. it's just like, oh my god, these are amazing, and it was just you know pre-internet bloopers for, for typos and for life, Ty- yeah, bloopers great. For life. Uh, but yeah, so Jay Leno, there you go, there you go. Uh, college, I could break this down into two parts. He okay. originally, I remember the tweet he had grad school in there, and I remember that's two different yeah. phases of my life, very much so. College was when I discovered TV, basically. Okay. Uh, 24, right? 24. Yeah, I, knew I was going. <laughs> the shit out of 24. Yeah. Uh, grad school part one, lots of lost. Okay. Oh, yeah. Grad school yeah. part two, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. The, and, and those are shows I remember watching. You know, sure. I associate those w- with, with the times I was in school. Yeah. So, yeah. I've been in college for like nine years uh, off and on. <laughs> so yeah. like that, is, that has been uh, a lot for me too. Like uh, Sons of Anarchy, big. Uh, that watched that from the beginning all the way to the end. Seven years of, of uh, dealing with all that. Um, Lost, Breaking Bad. Like, yeah, those those were the heavy hitters. Damn, love all that stuff. Yeah. Berto Mars, hard or sh- soft. I did this earlier when I was hard or, soft, hard, hard. hard or soft shell tacos. Yeah. Both is not an acceptable answer. It's soft. Soft is the answer. I love soft. Yeah. Hard hard is, is pointless. It's, it's inferior. It makes no sense. That's not how real tacos are made. They're always rolled, okay? It's true. They're rolled. They're not folded, and they're not crispy. And when you bite into them, the bottom doesn't fall out. Yeah, I mean, soft. If you had a wheel, if you had two wheels, yeah, and one wheel 
cracked every time it hit a rock, and the other wheel went over the rock. Which wheel would you like better? Exactly. Yeah. Soft tacos. Soft tacos, baby. Yeah, baby. 100%. Mighty Q Dog. This is a, this, he always has some great ones. Yeah, he has some yeah, You have been sucked into a partially collapsed infinite temporal loop and are thrust back in time 25 years to mm-hmm. 1993. Which, by back. the way, is my favorite year in history. It's a great year. You knew that about me. I did not know that. Like Dr. <clears throat> Sam Beckett of Quantum Leap, you are yourself, but appear to be a five year old child to everyone else. What do you ask Santa to bring you for Christmas, Jake? Uh, 1993. I don't have my answer just yet. I have a theoretical answer. You go. Do you not have an answer? <laughs> I well, I do have an answer. I, what I want when I'm five years old, okay, is I want, and I never got, I never had this as a kid, okay, but I really wanted it, uh huh, and it defines who I am today because I still have that want. Oh, I want Super Nintendo. Oh wow! So what I want, you I went, I didn't get a Super Nintendo until I was mid twenties. Okay. And get it started off right. Five years old. Get that Super Nintendo. The whole Super Nintendo world's ahead of me. Oh, all that stuff, man. How amazing would that be? I know. It seems like a basic, stupid answer, but like I'm, I'm almost tearing up thinking about how amazing it would have been to have a Super Nintendo in 1993 instead of getting it in 2013. <laughs> have I ever told you the story or told the story on the podcast about how I almost got a Super Nintendo for Christmas from my grandparents? Yes, you did. Actually. I shared it on this show. Yeah, yeah. I'll recap real quick. Yeah. Uh, my uh, grandparents bought a Super Nintendo for my sister and I, uh, year of release with Super Mario World. But my sister and I were not audacious enough to ask my grandparents for a Super Nintendo, so they kept it and installed it in their home, and we could play it when we saw them once a year at Christmas. And you never got to... <sighs> how they, fucked up is you that? You could have taken it home, but... but Like, how withholding... Do you have to be? To be like, you didn't ask for it. You don't get it. I'm keeping it. Like, how? F- That's yeah. super fucked up. <laughs> like, I'm still mad about that. I don't know if you can tell. It seems like you might need to talk to a professional about it. I have. What are you, what are you asking for Santa in 93? So, in 93, um, and this is going to be, uh, those of you who are toy experts are going to know that this toy did not come out in 1993. But I was the right age-ish. Maybe a little old. But I come to most things a bit late. Um I was huge into G.I. Joe's in my early to mid single digit <laughs> years. Is that how we're going to yeah, a child? I don't know. In your early S- to mid single digit. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. There was a contraption uh, made by the Hasbro company for your three and three quarter inch G.I. Joe action figures called the Rolling Thunder. I don't know if you're familiar with this toy. I know of a video game called Rolling Thunder. This is not it. Okay. This is a three foot long on wheels G.I. Joe base that um, has gunnery chairs on each corner. You got a spot for a driver and a passenger up front, like a navigator. It had a missile in the middle that you could just uh, aim up because that's like when Desert Storm was going on and there's a lot of anti-scud missiles. So it was kind of like we would see it on TV and it was like, ooh, it's in this toy too because we wanted to influence our children, I guess. But that would be something like that is what I would ask for, if not that specifically. Because nice. yeah, I loved that shit. That's a big co- toy collector thing too. They go crazy when they find one of those. Boy, well, probably worth a lot you? of money. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would be my answer. Yeah, that's a good one because I, I think it definitely came out before ninety three. Like I want to say like ninety or ninety two. Yeah, but I was you know like I said I came to it late. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. It's fine. That's what Once I wanted. It was out in ninety three. That's all that matters. Yay, Mrs. Q Dog. White lights or colored lights on your Christmas tree? Uh, white. 
Mine are actually more of an amber. Mm, okay, that's nice. I think they qualify as white. Sure. Retro nonsense, old Duke. Who mm-hmm. had most of your favorite NES era games, Nintendo, Capcom, or Konami? I had to think about this one a little bit because okay. there's so many good games uh, on each. Real go quick, for it. I want to go circle back to Miss Dog's question oh, real yeah, quick. Go ahead. I didn't mean to so no, that's fine. Uh, white lights or color lights on your Christmas tree? Now white lights on the tree, but I will say, I am in general not a fan of multicolored lights. What I am a fan of is all blue. I love that for some reason. Really, I love that. Like when I see like someone's house decorated in all blue Christmas lights, it makes me really happy. I've loved it since I was a child. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. I like it tacky as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I want all the colors in there. Uh, yeah, so Duke, yeah, Duke. Fa- f- uh, favorite NES era games, Nintendo, Capcom, or Konami? Mm-hmm, and this is mm-hmm. hard, 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 hard question. This is me. not hard for me. Well, it's hard for me, okay? Right. Because I'm, I'm, you know, a plebe. Because I thought about it. And every time I thought about it, I found an exception. I really like that. What I'm going to have to boil it down to is just going ahead and saying Nintendo. Yeah, that's my answer. Because of Zelda, Metroid, Mario. But right. there's a lot of good stuff on sure. those other ones. So, I mean, what a time. Yeah. What a good time. So your answer is also Nintendo? Mine, yeah, first party Nintendo game games. games. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I had so much fun with, with Super Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers 3 and uh, Legend of Zelda when I played it and never finished it, but, you know, um, yeah, tons. Yeah. Tons, tons there. Yeah, if I had to pick between Capcom and Konami, though... Oh, that's you know, tougher. That's, a, that's really tough. Yeah, it it's a really battle tough. for second place at that point. Because I'm looking at Blades of Steel, I'm looking at Castlevania versus, like, Mega Man and all of yeah. the Disney games. And, oh my gosh, what a slugfest. I couldn't even do it. I'm not mm. going to do it. Don't do it. I'm going to move on. Move on. Miles, Milo the Gathering. Geek, geek. He says, I got a big fight coming up. Who's going to train me? Okay, that's going to be me. It's going to be Jake. I'm going to train you how to fight. I'll train uh, you on how to be a coward and run the opposite direction. <laughs> fetal position. Fe- I fetal defense. That's what I do. People oh, will they'll stop hitting you if you're in the fetal crying. Mm. Usually. Okay. <laughs> and if that's they're still neat. hitting you, stop crying. They'll think you're dead. One of the two. Oh, smart. I like that. Yep. Fetal defense. Yeah. But I'll train you. Yeah. I can box. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, yeah. So Jake's got you covered there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, also, uh, part two of his question, which of these characters would you like to have a sensual kiss with? <laughs> Leonard. Leonard. That's my cat. <laughs> Leonardo from Ninja Turtles. King of Cosmos from Katamari, the guy who looks vaguely like a pelvis in the face. Prince Adam from He-Man. Or mm. Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. Well, honestly, this is no contest. If we're basing it on my sexual attractions, I'm going to have to go with Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Right. But who do I think is a better kisser? Right. Look at those Ninja Turtle mouths. Yeah, they're very wide. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea I don't know. what that means. I don't know. Uh, but honestly, I'm thinking Prince Adam might be good at that. Very passionate guy. Well, also, you know, usually people with uh, some kind of royal upbringing have lots of manners training and lots of like True. social like graces in, you know, instruction. So, you know, honestly, maybe Prince Adam. Yeah. Even though I'm not crazy about his hair. He's a bit he's a bit doffed. A bit doffed and a bit dramatic. <laughs> True. I'm still kissing that Ninja Turtle. Uh, James of RetroPixel. If a, if a, if an orange is orange, why isn't a lime called a green or a lemon called a yellow? Right. Now, I think I have an answer for this. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's your uh, I haven't verified this, but I did read it somewhere at some point, and it was not Which on the internet. Which means it's fact. It was not on the internet, so that definitely helps. Oh, that's true. Uh, it was in a book. Uh, but uh, orange, if I am uh, have my facts straight, uh, orange... The fruit was called 
orange the fruit before orange the color was referred to as orange the color, um, which is why um, redheads are have technically kind of orange hair mm-hmm. because red was at one point called red but looked orange. But then when we got orange the fruit, we started referring to orange the fruit as orange the color and red became more what we know as red sure okay okay all right that's my answer you know instead of answering this i'm just going to start calling limes greens and lemons yellows you might get some weird looks if you go asking for greens in your coke or diet coke can i get a green in there and they're just going to throw some collard greens in there can i get a spot of yellow in my water (laughs) you want some tea do you want a yellow (laughs) and people start pissing in my drink (laughs) you know it diego okay so we all know my boy Trav likes to say that some games are tits. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure I heard him say Spider-Man on PS4 was tits. And that's true. Yes. A lot of things are tits. <laughs> I like to, you know. Wait, you know who loves tits? Go ahead. My baby. Oh, yeah. She is a <laughs> tit machine. She might like them more than me. <laughs> I tend to think, uh, this is Diego again, I tend to think Spidey on the PS4 looks very pleasant, well-balanced, and voluminous. Okay. Which is uh, kind of uh, like breasts, but sure. he's talking about the game, of course. Correct. Okay, so I'm guessing he's referring to Jennifer Love Hewitt tits rather than saggy, tired, depleted Judy Dench tits. Am I right? Oh, Diego, you devil. <laughs> so what kind of games do you think you could describe with the following body parts? I like this. So getting away from tits a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Appendix? That game in your collection you forgot you even have until you mess around with it and you immediately feel the urge to get rid of it? Ooh. Let's start there. What game is your appendix? Yeah. What game would you perform appendicitis? I mean, uh, an appendectomy on. Right. So. Gives you a. You're going to have it, then I play it, and I'm like, ah! Why do I keep doing this? Why am I doing this to myself? Mm. Do you have an answer? Not off the tip of my tongue. Mm, Okay. Not Not off the tip of my appendix. Yes. I feel like there's a couple different ways I could go with this. And I'm going to go ahead and say, for me, one of those is Skyrim. Oh, very good answer, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because every time, like, oh, man, it's just Skyrim. Like, people still play it. People still love it. They're still making it again and again and again in different places. And then uh, I just kind of forget that I have it, and I jump in, and I'm like, man, I am still just days away from completing this game. It's overwhelming. There's too many points of interest on the map. And I just bail immediately. Mm. I hit that eject button. I hear you. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII. Oh boy, there it is. There it is. Yep, cat's out of the bag. I'm I'm not sure when I stopped having fun with it, but you know I can't beat it. Mm. And now it's like going back. I just blah, just blah. hope wish it never existed. Blah. Adam's Apple. Okay. Now this is this is interesting. He says that game that 100% undeniably stamps you as a bro, no matter how much makeup you put on. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what he's going with is that game that sort of. Maybe gives uh, people the wrong outlook of you. As a quote gamer. As a gamer, quote. even if you like the game. Right. They assume that when you purchase and or play this game that you probably also have a stockpile of Monster Energy hats. Right. Well, a guilty pleasure. Okay. Um, I mean, my I kind of want to go sports games. Yeah, you could. I'm still, I know I haven't played in a while, but I'll still sometimes, if, if the mood strikes, my loins. Yeah. I will fire up NCAA Football 14 That's on very bro-y. my Xbox 360. You're, you're probably not going to play that game without an Adam's Apple. I, mod I could be wrong. The subreddit. Oh, yeah, you're probably wrong. But I mod the subreddit. Yeah. I, I am the leader of my people. Yes. <laughs> you know, 
I, yeah. And you're the Moses of NCAA 14. Truthfully, yes. Yeah. So for I me, that's the, one. Yeah, for me, the answer is Call of Duty. Yeah, I love Call of Duty. One. Like I and to and it's not even a guilty pleasure. Those are quality experiences, and I am happy to play them. All right, well, you're being assertive, and uh, okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> Acne. These are all A's, by the way. Yeah, they have noticed Appendix, this. Adam's Apple, Acne. Mm. That game you just can't get rid of no matter how hard you try. Now, this sort of, Does, I could say. Almost Final Fantasy VII. I could say that. I could say that. Yeah. But I think what I'm going to have to say here, well, Persona 5. I knew, I knew that was going to be it. And then when I say get rid of it, I ain't trying to get rid of it you're in a way. To, like, you're trying to finish it. Getting like a booger trying on my finger. Trying to pop that thing. I'm just trying to get through it, yeah. you know? Back trying to, to your, pop that acne. That's exactly. a good point. Yeah, yeah trying yeah. to pop that zit. Trying to break through. Yeah, break on through to the other side. Get the, the, the squirmy yellow stuff out of it, whatever whatever that stuff is. What is it? Pus, I think. Mm, you think so? Yeah, a lot of like face oils and dirt okay. just yeah, yeah. collapsed into one little pore. I was fairly acne-free as a, as a young That's impressive. I don't think I, I, I kind of was, yet. too. Yeah, you, you, you might. No, I think you have. All right. You got a baby. I'm going to go... Man, this is tough. But I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Really? Because this is a game that I'm really feeling bad about not having played yet. Um, more, more than I have. I keep putting it off. I keep I know you games do. In front of, putting games in front of it. So many games. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one that, honestly... <sighs> This might be a, a, another discussion in front of the podcast, but I, I think that maybe, perhaps, my perception on open world games is shifting a bit. You were I'm har- hardcore against for most 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 of the time because personally overwhelming, you, too yeah, much to do. Not that they're bad ideas, no, right? But just they're not necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. And I think potentially that Red Dead is changing my mind on that. So I feel like that that's a next you know a, a, a next direction to go into. All right, boom. And finally, number four here. Did you give one? Yes, I did. I said Persona 5. Yeah, you did. Number four here, another A, Aorta. Mm. That game that, if taken away from you, would result in immediate death. Immediate. Now, this is tough because I tend to think in terms of immediacy, as in like where I am right now, and not necessarily in my gaming history. How are you looking at this? A game I couldn't do without. Like, um, but see, I don't go back to games. I don't either. So that's why I'm like, I don't know what to do other than what I'm playing. That's a good way to, yeah, because, okay, well, maybe that's a way to do it. Okay. And I know yours is easy I'm fine because with you're basically playing one game. Yeah, but that, it's honestly just Red Dead Redemption. But if it, I didn't have that, I'd be a little sad. But let's say like two months ago, you're, okay. you're playing, uh, you're not playing Red Dead, you're playing maybe Spider-Man, maybe you got, uh, I can't remember what you were playing, but at that point, was there a game, you know, it, I think now... The question is more pertinent because you love Red Dead. Yeah, you liked those other games, but this, you know, it makes sense for it to be Red Dead, right? Yeah, now. I think so too. I, I think, think I think this is, yeah. And I that's think my answer. I I gotta agree. I oh. gotta agree. I mean, I'm just, like you said, I'm just scratch. I'm beginning to look at the surface from which I will begin. There's to so scratch. much potential there, though, for you. A lot. You'd of be th- sad if you missed it. Yes, man. And what I've played so far, I've loved. Mm. Now, when I get to the end, I might look back on it and be like, that was okay. But right now, I'm in it. I love it. Sure. It's a big world. Big pretty world. So yeah, boy. I think that's my aorta right now today. You asked me today. That's my aorta. All righty. Big old long girthy round around the base. Yeah. Good foundation episode there for you to chew on. Don't know what we're going to name it. Maybe that. Good round the base. Good foundation <laughs> episode there for you to chew on. That's SEO 81. gold. I know. I know. So many listens because of that SEO. Love it. Uh, but thanks, everyone, for sub- well, first of all, submitting a, yeah, all those questions. Yeah, we appreciate that. That was great. Very um, helpful. You know, 
we'll do better about preparing an episode so we don't have to rely on you to do it for us in the future, but this was a lot of fun. We will do this ever so often anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll never stop this. We'll never we'll never stop till we get enough. Let us know what you think about the way we do the Just Beat It's be interested to know. Yeah, if you have any other ideas, um, you know, give us a shout out. Like, who knows, there might be other ways that we can recognize and, and celebrate other than doing what we have because honestly, it's just, it, it wasn't, uh, wasn't quite working out. And I hate to put this at the end of the show. I completely forgot to put it in the front. Go check out Briz's Fallout 76 video. Oh, there. yeah. It's funny. Oh, it's next, great. Next episode, we'll put it in the front yeah. in case people have already stopped listening. But yeah, check that out. It was, it was really funny. He did it without us knowing, and I just let him upload it. Yeah. And then I didn't actually watch it until a couple days after being out there, and it was hilarious. It's, it's wonderful. I'd like to see him do a whole podcast by himself of us. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right, so that pretty much does it for the show, guys. We'll catch you next time. Oh, I'm at Trev Plays Games on Twitter, by the way, if you want to check it out. Yeah, and I'm at the Mike Axel on that thing, too, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.